Hi everyone, I'm Mara Freeman, Public Relations Manager with San Bernardino County Behavioral Health. Hello everyone, I'm Monica Rosas, Mental Health Specialist with the Department of Behavioral Health, Public Relations and Outreach Team. Hello, I'm Carol McDonald. I'm Program Specialist 1 with the San Bernardino County Department of Behavioral Health, Public Relations and Outreach Team. I'm Ashley Patterson. I'm a Media Specialist 2 for the Public Relations and Outreach Team as well, and I also help produce the podcast. So here at Public Relations and Outreach, we get so excited about the month of May because May is Mental Health Month. And we decided to talk to two newbies and two oldies <laughs> about DBH's May Mental Health Month activities. So myself and Monica were the oldies and Ashley and Carol are the newbies. So we'll start with both of you. Maybe you could tell us what you're looking forward to for May and what you expect. For May, I'm looking forward to all of the events. And, you know, I I think that it's really great that we have a lot of different events that are tailored toward creativity as an outlet for our community and our staff. Specifically, I think Monica and I were chatting about Meet the Artist and this year it's going to be held at the San Bernardino County Museum. And I'm a really big museum girl. So I like the museum vibe. I like to go, I like to see art, uh, hang out. It's a place where you can literally be lost there for like hours, just really taking in everyone's, you know, creative piece. Uh, So for me, I think that one is the one I'm looking forward to the most. It's going to be nice to be out and about. I think that's the one for me. Yes, I agree. So I'm really excited for all of our events. This will be my first year attending them in person. So I'm like super excited that they're in person. And we actually get to meet people, meet the artists. And then for our Directing Change event, which is on May 18th, having that at an actual movie theater is so exciting. So I'm just really excited to highlight mental health all month long. I'm so glad that you mentioned that we're doing it in the theater this year after a, I think, two year at least hiatus on it. But I was in just at a different meeting with other county behavioral health agencies. And I think we're the only one that's actually doing it in person this year. So kudos to our team. Woohoo! And actually for the event, Meet the Artist, which is what I'm excited to be part of. When I've been collecting the art here in the office, when they drop it off, the artists talk about a little bit about what they drew or what it means to them. And they get so excited to explain. So I believe that highlighting them and meeting them in a museum and then speaking of what truly mental health, mental illness, and how it affects them on a daily basis is really important to to see, recognize, and listen to. So I'm excited to meet all of these people because they are our consumers and they are our, our community members. It's exciting to get to be with them and acknowledge their work. I agree with you, Monica. Meet the Artist has always been a phenomenal event. We actually won a National Association of County Achievement Award for it in 2020. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like you said, that it just brings everyone together under this umbrella of mental health and wellness. And when I first started with the agency, the the event was already in place. And of course, my mom and my dad are both artists. And I invited my mom to participate in it. And 
she actually, you know, got a ride from my brother and came out and saw her art in the gallery and was just so excited to be a part of it because of the fellowship. You know, uh, I think she's had art in galleries before, but not where everyone came together and could talk about it and how it supported their behavioral health. I remember taking a picture of her with another lady that was, you know, right around her same age who had submitted some sculptures and they were just chatting like over an hour about why art was so important to them. They could relate, they could connect on that. Yeah, that's good. I, I also think it's, it's such a, a very brave and bold thing. And also, you know, you're very vulnerable. You're sharing your, your personal story that's connected to mental health, which we know is heavily stigmatized. So to be there in a public setting, open to everyone to be able, like you said, to be together, that whole fellowship, all of that, it's, it's a really great experience. And I'm happy that we get to do it. Oh, me too. Yes, just to add to that, I'm so excited because last year I was here, but it was virtual and it was really, really cool. You know, we had to do the virtual thing and it was great. But I guess just to kind of emphasize how excited I am for the in-person, my dad, he's excited. He's going to go and check it out. And so now he'll have something to do and just to see all the art. So it's like, I'm excited that he gets to check it out too. And it's just going to be so much fun. I'm excited. Oh, I didn't know he's going to go. That's nice. Yes. <laughs> I remember when I went, the story when, when my mom went, Veronica was there too. And then she was like, and I was like, oh, Veronica, this is my mom. She's like, oh, we just love your daughter and all this other <laughs> stuff. And then my mom was like, oh, your boss is so nice. I'm going to do the same thing when I see your dad. Ashley. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Monica, as you know, I'll share one, but I'll, I'll let you go first as, as more seasoned people here familiar with Mental Health Month. Over the last years that you've participated, what's one special memory that really stands out to you? For me, it's kind of everything because I remember going to our directing change event that we collaborated with Riverside County in the past and seeing so many kids bring their families and show them the work that they did in school and and what they won, putting themselves out there to make a one minute video and make it to where like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. To show the students you're not alone, that there is help, that it's not something that you have to go through alone, that there are people there to help you. And them just, you know, dressing up, getting in front of our cameras and taking pictures and enjoying their time having food and all of that it was it's really nice you know and then with the meet the artist event the same thing the artist bringing a family member that is their support system right and talk about something that's really related to everything in life right mental health plays such a big role in everyone's life no matter if you're a a young child, an adolescent, an older adult even. Yeah, it's so great. Like when we, we host these things and we focus on these things that it really breaks down uh, barriers, really reduces the stigma and puts really creates like a, a safe space for people to talk about these things where they might not otherwise be comfortable talking about it. I don't think that was something that I really talked to my mom about before. So it opened up that window of opportunity to to talk about, oh, hey, mom, if you want to submit art, you have to talk about how it impacts your behavior, all your mental health. And so that right there, that's opened 
dialogue, open discussion to talk about these really important things. For me, one of the most memorable parts of the campaign over the years is just how um, passionate our employees are about it. Uh, I remember when I first started here as a media specialist, I, I don't remember who thought of the idea, but I know that our staff like loved to wear lime green because that represents mental health month. And so, of course, I had my county phone and everywhere I went, if I saw anything lime green, it was like, you know, what's that movie? Um, did you guys see Return to Oz? Uh, I haven't, no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> It on my list. <laughs> it's a really creepy movie. My kids always get like scared out of their mind to see it. It was like in the 80s, but it returned to Oz. They have to try to figure out like how to get out of like being a, like a stone or something. They get turned into stone by like the Gnome King. And the way to get out of it is like you touch something green. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For Metal Health, I was like, oh, like Oz, you know, when I see something green, let me take a picture of this. So, like, our social media feed was like flooded with lime green stuff and like cars and whatever random things I would see but just to kind of promote it and then people really got on that bandwagon and so people would just get really creative with their lime green outfits or their desks and all this other stuff and so to say all that my favorite memory is actually of Miss Loretta Ross one of our peer and family advocates here who won I think like lime green Outfit of the day, right? Because I remember her telling me, I wear green every day of the month. Every day, <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. hard to find anywhere, it right? It is hard to find. <laughs> Look on the clearance rack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she won, yeah, like something about like the best lime green for the month. And we got her like a trophy and everything and we gave it to her evening Aww. stars. And so it's still something I'm like, Loretta, it's coming. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for you. You know, we got to get your picture. So that's one of, uh, one of my best memories. Oh, that's so cool. Speaking of lime green, I've, I've been like on the search as well for like the last four months of lime green attire. And my yeah. husband is like, oh, my gosh, another one. I'm like, yes, another <laughs> one. <laughs> but I'm so excited to have that the lime green on our social media. And, of course, if any listeners want to take any photos of their lime green attire or accessories, they can take their photo. They can post it on social media and direct message us their photo. Or they can also email it to us. So that will be really cool to see how everyone else expresses their support for Mental Health Month wearing lime green. And tell your husband we're going to be expecting a photo of him in his lime green. <laughs> oh, I will tell him. <laughs> Maybe you can get him a tie or something. Yeah, something. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool that lime green is the color to represent, you know, the awareness for mental health. Because what I was mentioning before, how I felt like the artists, uh, you know, their presence at Meet the Artists being there to represent their art. I feel like it was like, it was creative. It was bold, I said. But lime green is such a bold color. It's so bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great because it, this topic is, is super important and it, it deserves to be out there like that. It deserves to be something that's bold, that gets your attention, that you're able to, you know, go back to that idea of like, this is an important thing. Absolutely. I even remember one time, like a couple of years back, I was at the YMCA and then one of the staff that was there was wearing a lime green ribbon. I was like, uh, why are you wearing that ribbon? He's like, because it's made in a hall. But I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I have, he's like, my cousin's autistic. So I'm really, you know, passionate about behavioral health. I was like, I, 
have two. <laughs> so I took a picture of them and we posted to social media. Oh, that's great. So maybe in closing, uh, we can do kind of a round table and you can share why mental health is so important to you personally. Mental health plays a role in all aspects of our life. You know, it plays a crucial role in our relationships. It affects our physical health. We take care of our physical health, right? And why not take care of our mental health? So if you're not well-rounded in your mental health, then you're suffering without really knowing it sometimes. So I think that we need to be always thinking that it's a thing and figuring out to do things that'll help you with your family, with your work, with your finances, and you're okay, you'll be all right moving forward. And always keeping in mind that our mental health should be one of the most important things that we need to take care of. So for me, I'm a really big believer in the power of mindset, um, especially a positive mindset, right? So in my cubicle, I have a quote that says, a beautiful day begins with a beautiful mindset and maintaining a positive, positive mental health and treating, you know, mental health issues. It's important because like Monica said, all those things, it, it, it enhances self-esteem, you know, your ability to to interact and socialize with others, your family, your coworkers, whoever. And I, I said I'm a big believer in mindset. I'm also a big believer in the people and like the movement, reducing mental health stigma. I call it a movement. I feel that it is and that it should be. And so it, that's something that's super important to me. So it, that's why mental health is important, because I feel like it really does impact your mindset. And, you know, us being able to reduce the stigma behind it is, is helpful and everyone being comfortable talking about it. And when you're comfortable talking about it, you can be positive, you can do the things you need to do. So that's what I would say. Because it's awareness, right? It's yeah. awareness and it can help end stigma and it affects your quality of life. Yeah, I agree as well. I think it's important for me just because it's plays such a large role in, in, all, well, in all of our lives. Like you said, it's a big aspect in every part in our relationships with ourselves, at work, everything. For me personally, if I am too much into my own head, if I'm overthinking things, or if I'm not doing my self-care activities, then I know that affects my mental health. And so I think self-care is also just so, so important and is such a big factor in maintaining um, a good mental well-being definitely agree with everything you guys have said mental health is so so important it's as important to educate others about it to reduce that stigma to let people know like it's okay to focus on your mental health just like you focus on your physical health I've gone to therapy and that's been so helpful for me and in some ways it's like we go to our doctors for you know heart checkups or the dentist for our teeth and so it's okay to see someone and and seek help if it's needed absolutely yeah, and I would echo all of that with just highlighting again how, yes, physical and mental health are related. I know in my family, I have loved ones that just can't talk about things and for whatever, you know, whatever reason. So they just keep it inside and then go to the doctor and find out they have ulcers. <laughs> and that's not good either. So, you know, I'm kind of the, the type of person that likes to have difficult conversations or put people in uncomfortable positions <laughs> or because I'm like, let's just talk about it. Like, let's, let's get it worked out so we can kind of move on from there. But, but not everyone is there and that's not definitely easy to do. So um, I'm glad that we have a department like ours, a County like ours, that's willing to support mental health people like 
you guys who promote it and, and share it with your family and friends. And hopefully we can start just moving more towards being able to talk about difficult things and finding healing through that. Thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. For more information on how to get involved with May Mental Health Month, visit www.celebratemhm.com. Hi, my name is Luz Raso. I am the mental health education consultant with DBH Pro. I'm here to share my self-care story. To practice self-care, I have recently been doing a lot of self-guided meditations through like different apps like Headspace. That's been helping me just to relax, especially after long commutes, long days at work. So that's something that I've been doing a lot more lately. I think self-care is important because it helps your mental health. And I feel like it helps you not just, again, mentally, but then also just physically. Just overall, it helps you just recharge for whatever is coming the next day or for the following week. Like everybody needs to take some time to set aside and just basically recharge. Find something that uh, you like, something you like to do, where it could be just your me time with no interruptions if possible. If you have kids, that can be a little bit more difficult, but I have a friend who hides in the bathroom and (laughs) she practices her self-care. So um, definitely just carve out just a little bit of time just to be able to do that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Resilient and Real. As always, if you'd like to share your story on the podcast or have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at dbh-publicrelations at dbh.svcounty.gov. Remember to follow us on social media for all things DBH. Until next time, live life resilient and real.